After an acclaimed collaboration on the Netflix original series Luke Cage, producers Adrian Young and Ali Shahi Mohammed teamed up to release a proper joint effort entitled The Midnight Hour. The 20-track album features Young and Mohammed creating a hip-hop-flavored soul record featuring cameos from Raphael Sadiq, Aaron Allen Cade, Ladybug Mecca, Marsha Ambrosius, and more. We got a chance to speak with the two about The Midnight Hour, black culture, their collaborative chemistry, and more. This is That Conversation. Let me just say, Adrian, as somebody who's been a fan of your work for quite some time, what do you attribute that vintage aesthetic that you call upon in your own production? I attribute it to the fact that I love records. I'm a vinyl head, you know? My standard is listening to the kinds of music that was classic back in the day. The same question goes to you, Ali, as somebody who's been so instrumental in giving hip-hop that jazzy, soulful quality that we now love what was the vibe that you wanted to bring to the table, to the genre? It's um, a vibe of hope, challenging yourself and rising to the, to the highest possibility of what's within yourself. Adrian and I started off as DJs, you know, so, and we've gone all the way to composers and orchestrating. So with this record, it was sort of an embodiment of just our journey wanting to just put something really heartfelt and beautiful together and to do good with it you know like that's always been another goal of mine is not to do something that that doesn't have purpose it it has to have a purpose of doing something good and being transformative i got this bad habit no one can tell me what I must do. I got this feeling, good feeling, and no one can tell me what to do. It's you. I got a great feeling. Before we jump into the album proper, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. What do you both make of this moment in black pop culture where we have this mainstream excitement for unapologetically black content like Black Panther, Blackish, Get Out, Beyonce, Kendrick, Childish Gambino, and of course, Luke Cage? What does it feel to be a part of that, Ali and Adrian? For me, it, 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 it's wonderful. For Ali, it's just a continuation of what he's been doing since he was 15 years old. Oh, you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's just about equality, and this whole this whole movement is not really like pro this or pro that. It's just it's just pro equality. And that's why this conversation has been galvanized so much because there's been so much inequality. So it feels great to be a part of that with everything that we're doing, and just raising awareness some of the unfair circumstances that, that um, our people have been dealing with. I feel that, me personally, my road into music with regards to um, celebrating my blackness and the best of my community definitely started off at an early age with music. And, you know, to kind of remind people if they're 
weren't really familiar with the Tribe Called Quest because maybe they were just too young to know. Like, you know, our uh, our stance was built on Afrocentricity, you know, and taking pride in us being black and you know being descendants of Africa and fighting against the inequality in America and within the music, you know, of hip-hop specifically. You know, it's a genre that was birthed out of of fighting oppression. And so to be still making music that has the foundation and spirit of that in a time period where the rest of the world seems to be embracing it um, feels good and it's a blessing because the, it's, the struggle still continues. You know, we're still, as, as black people in America, having to fight for our freedom and equality. So Adrian Ali, let's move into the midnight hour. Adrian, you certainly come from a background where you rely heavily on your multi-instrumentalist background when you produce. Ali, for the most part, you're known as a sample-based producer, though you do dabble in other things. What was the balance you wanted to strike with the midnight hour from your distinct backgrounds and what this would be? See, I'm so happy you said that, especially when with Ali on the phone, because I always tell Ali that people don't realize how amazing he is as a producer and composer because they know him as coming from a sample-based group. But what most people don't realize is that Ali and I literally play all the same instruments. So we actually came together to create something as two multi-instrumentalists. It's not just me working with this hip-hop dude. It's us coming together, us playing horn piano, drums, bass, guitar, you know. I'll do something that he would never do. He'll do something that I would never do. And collectively, that is what we are. We're like two modules that make a machine work. So Ali, was it a a treat then to be able to stretch your legs and maybe give the audience a part of you that we might not be familiar with? You know, the funny thing is, um, it's always a joy to, to be able to delve into aspect of the brain and to, to pull something good out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be to, to take it to this degree with someone like Adrian, who is a multi-instrumentalist and someone who was a huge fan of time period of records that I think were some of the greatest records that were made, you know, from in referencing like mid to late 60s and early 70s. To work with someone who has a, a, a knowledge of those same source materials who's also was a DJ and he's sitting there playing chords and to be able to, you know, hear something, maybe for an example, I'll hear something from Dorothy Ashby and be like, you know, okay, this is what I get from this particular piece of music that I would have sampled, but I don't have to sample it. I can play my own version of it and Mm -hmm. then drop it off to Adrian. And he's like, oh, wow, dope. Let's do this with it and take it even further, you know, to be in that environment, y'all. It's incredible. And for people to be, to receive it right now when specifically the mainstream side of black music is heavily electronic and 
lyrically not as deep, I think. You know, <laughs> I heard those gears turning in your head to try to be polite about that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I strive to be diplomatic always, but, you know, so to, to be, <laughs> to, to put out an album like this when the, the environment is, is really on, on something else, um, that's even more of a joy. talk a little bit about the instrumentation on this album. You start off the, the record with Black Beacon. It's an instrumental track. What's the vibe that you wanted to set? What on this journey that you're taking us on throughout the album? Black Beacon, how that came to be was that Ali in the studio created a really dope piano riff, which is the main riff that we have on the song. And I was like, yo, that is insane, feeling that. So he was teaching me the riff. I was looking at this video today. He's teaching me the riff, and then Ali gets on the drums, and then I'm playing the riff, and then Ali says, hey, let's make this move somewhere else. So we just started creating all these different movements and arrangements, and then we started talking orchestra, and then we were playing horns on it, and then, you know, it, it, it started to have this visceral tone as if we were speaking for a movement in a way, you know? For me, the song sounded like the struggle, the voice, the, the um, desire to be heard, you know, and all these, these, these feelings and emotions just from our ancestors. The song has a regal, it's like a, a valiant march after some, you know, a war. It's, it's a march of Selma to me. It's like so many different things, you know? It's like the journey, it, it, the struggle continues and the journey continues. And we are united and we're beautiful. You know, when I say that, I'm not only speaking of, of black people, I'm just speaking of humanity, you know. But specifically, the black side of it, the shine is sometimes covered and people try to put the light out. So for me, it was just like this song just sounds like a black beacon. I want to talk about possibilities featuring hometown favorite Aaron Allen Kane. Now, this is yeah. such a brooding track, man. There's this element of danger there. It's almost sinister with that bass line and how thick it is and how the horns just come in and disrupt everything. What was the mood that you wanted to create and what direction did you have for where Aaron was going to go with her vocals? That's one of the first songs. Because we, we started on this album five years ago. Hmm. So that instrumental is one of the first instrumentals that we created. And we were trying to decide who we'd want to have on there. And um, when we did that, I remember one of the people that we considered was Badu, but she's so hard to lock down, you know? <laughs> so it's like, all right. And then Ali was just tripping on this, this young singer named Aaron. And then serendipitously, uh, we meet up with Aaron a few weeks later. Just We just meet up with her. And I was like, yo, okay, then it should be you, you know? So... You know, what we wanted to do with a song like that was have something that 
kind of felt like some early 70s Roy Ayers, but then at the same time have Aaron display some serious vocal prowess, mm-hmm. just kind of really pushing the limits of her voice and her range. You know, it's one of those things that we really want to make a statement with, with, with that song, especially because she sings with so much great power and everything. Take me on a little trip I don't know what I'll find One step closer You two are producers' producers. Uh, you know, you're every producer's favorite yeah. producers. Was it a, a no-brainer to decide to work with one another when literally anyone in the world would be honored and proud and flattered to have gotten that phone call? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> First of all, you know, I just want to give credit to um, uh, a, a friend of mine, a singer named Chauncey, who was daring enough to put Adrian and I together in on, on, a, on a tweet as an introduction. And everything pretty much began just from that and, and meeting Adrian um, from the Twitter post. We connected. Adrian asked me, to, he was working on the Souls of Mischief album at the time, and asked me to do just like this uh, radio personality feature. I said, sure, and he asked me, you know, um, cool, would you mind working on the music part for the part that you're going to speak on? We worked on music, and it was just so, like, free-flowing, easy. And I was like, wow, you know, it's, this guy's really cool. You know, he's crazy talented. His studio was like a museum. You know, he's very dedicated to getting tone, getting sound, getting, you know, warmth, frequencies. Like, he's dedicated to all those things. And I'm like, wow, I haven't really been around someone like that in a long time. And I'll say this about Adrian, in addition to all of his great talents from the music perspective, it's a joy to, to work with someone who is the kind of person that's like, yo, you, I don't have to stand here with you to, and to try and put out your, your, your shine. I can stand here with you in fact, I'm going to pull you up and bring you with me. And he's that kind of person that anybody that's around, he's like, yo, let's just get in the room and let me put the spotlight on you. Like, he's like, easily he can have the spotlight, but it's not about that with Adrian. It's just like, yo, let me help, let me, let me help you shine, you know, or come and get to shine with me. <laughs> you know, he's that kind of person. Yeah. You know what I dig about this record? If you look between your two Rolodexes, I mean, Tribe Called Quest, Souls to Mischief, we're talking Ghostface Killer, Prodigy, any anybody you could have called upon for a verse. What made you want to keep this the way it sounds without having, you know, this thing flooded with, with hip-hop flavor? Well, you know what? You know what's crazy? What this album really is, is a hip-hop album. Hmm. And the reason why is because hip-hop is the... Uh, is the Brie Coldage of the past. It takes pieces from so many different soulful genres, even psychedelic, crazy, ill genres to, to create something brand new. So 
this album is something that could be one of those kind of albums that would have mad samples for a hip-hop album. So we wanted to create something where you could bob your head as if you're listening to one-year-old favorite and or new favorite classic hip-hop album, but without having to have mad MCs all over it. We wanted to create something different, something that continued the sophisticated conversation of hip-hop, if that makes any sense. Total sense. Adrian, Ali, I cannot thank you enough for making so much time for us and being so generous with your time. It's a fantastic album. Thank you. Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you guys' love and support. 